Hi guys, and welcome back to a brand new episode of That's So Sabotage Season 2. How are we doing? We are so excited, you guys, to be back in the studio. Season 2, That's So Sabotage, and I'm honestly so happy. How are you guys feeling? Honestly, I'm just happy to be back recording with you guys. I feel like it's been so long. Well, it's been about six months, I think, but um, yeah, I'm so excited to get back into that. So sabotage with you ladies Yay. and um, just have, I have so many story times to tell you guys. You don't even know. So many. So many. And we have such a great season ahead of us. So I'm just so excited to to be doing this again. Yeah, you guys, we're so excited to be kicking off this season with a catch-up episode because clearly we have a lot to catch up on. It has been a while. And before we get into all of the fun episodes that we have planned um, for the season, um, we kind of just wanted to sit down and chit-chat and kind of go over what you've missed over the past six months. So before we start that, I mean, it's only in sabotage attire that we kick off the episode with our sabotage of the week. So it's been a while since we've done this and I'm sure that there's been way, way more sabotage moments than what we're going to be saying today. But um, Nitz, take it away, sis. I have to say I miss this so much. I just truly enjoy sitting here and talking about how sabotage this week has been with you guys each week. Like it's honestly the highlight of my week. You know, so I know. Anyway, it makes it's just like such a good vibe. It's such a good vibe. And we're here for it. And it's also like a therapy session. I feel like we're just like debriefing all of our like, you know, our troubles, our struggles, yeah. our, our first sabotages. Problems. Our sabotages. But yeah, I guess totally. my sabotage of the week is I honestly feel like it's very relatable for February, kind of like New Year. Everyone has so many goals they want to accomplish, so much to do. My sabotage has been finding like me time and not stressing out, which I see you guys nodding your head. So I know you're on the same page, just really struggling to get everything done. It's like there's not enough hours in the week and my to-do list and my planner is just getting longer and longer. I'm adding sticky notes. I'm running out of room and just really prioritizing kind of ending my workday at a certain time so I can turn off and spend time with myself for myself so it's been a struggle this week which is why that's my sabotage but I think and we're doing okay sorry to interrupt here but and spend time with your husband <laughs> your hubby no our husband oh, yeah. our, our husband. husband very important not correction yeah. we not I but no honestly Nitz, that's so relatable because I feel like my sabotage of the week is quite similar I just feel like you know like after the new year I feel like there's so like the expectations are so high to like get back into your routine and like not be um, like a lazy piece of shit after the (laughs) holidays, basically. And I know that there's a lot of us out there that can relate to that. Like during the holidays, I really took that time and relaxed. And so I feel like I always struggle getting back into the new year. I'm always super motivated. I'm always super excited about like what's to come that year. But I feel like actually getting back into that routine is so hard for me. And so we're now in February and I just feel like, like you said, my to-do list is never ending. I feel like there's not enough time in the day to get everything done and also have that time to myself to unwind, relax and spend time with like my friends and Austin and just hang out. So that's kind of mine too. It's just, yeah, I feel like I'm really struggling with finding that balance right now and kind of just like what's priority on my to-do list and then what's not so much because, you know, 
TikTok <laughs> tends to, whenever I like feel overwhelmed and like I know I have something to do, I always take a break and go on TikTok. And, you know, I need to break that habit because I need to just be getting my work done. And like we all know a TikTok like sneak peek turns into like literally two hours yeah. maybe four. But oh, yeah. I think you for said sure. something super important, which is just finding your priorities for the day and being able to establish just even three things you have to get done. At least has been really helpful for me. But um, I know we're all in this together. If you guys listening can relate, just know that you're not alone. I feel like there's so much pressure, like Soph said, in the beginning of the year and you don't have to have it all together. So we're all having a major sabotage of the year <laughs> so far. But Emma, oh. what about you? And the year hasn't even the year hasn't even started, and we're like, we're not, we're not ready, we're not ready yet. Um, my sabotage of the week is a little bit different. I mean, honestly, I can relate to both of your guys's, and I feel the same way. But I'll switch it up. And mine's, um, I'm kind of sad because I got rid of my Los Angeles apartment. Um, if you guys are like avid listeners, then you know I had like a short term lease in LA, and it was so fun for like the girls and I. Um, and like Nick and everyone to be down in LA um, and have a place to go that was just like familiar and our own. So it was really nice. And I really enjoyed having it there for the fall and, you know, the beginning of the year. But anyways, long story short, this week we let it go. It was the end of the lease and I'm kind of sad about it. So it's a, it's a beautiful apartment. Honestly, I'm, I know I'm sad about it too. It was like, it was home, even though it was so sewered with crust and dirty clothes and, you know, just our just our mess our usual just the usual bullshit um it was amazing i do have no. to say i'm gonna miss it a lot when you guys left and josh and i just stayed there for a few extra days i have never seen that place so clean so tidy i absolutely did your towels i did the laundry i cleaned up a little bit um and it was beautiful i'm really proud Thank of you. you actually for doing that I know, i'm really it's proud the of wifey you in me. oh she's a wifey now um well that i guess that could be a great segue into what we're gonna start recapping on um we're gonna talk about the wedding the infamous flux gold wedding that sophie and i were lucky enough to attend and actually be the party planner yeah finally <laughs> that <laughs> sophie and i actually planned <laughs> we did everything so you know if if ever you're looking through instagram and see Nitz's wedding, just know it was all Emma and I. We did it all. No, we honestly were more so in charge of the bachelorette, and we will so take credit for that one. But the wedding was actually so beautiful, and we were so lucky to attend it and just be a part of it. And Nitz, we're going to hand over the microphone to you, and you're going to give us a little breakdown of like how the wedding was and give us a little recap of anything you learned. Um, let's go. Let's hear about it. Well, um, it's actually really funny because I feel like throughout – the planning process, I was so active about sharing the wedding process and like bringing everyone along and just like really having fun with the content and the wedding series. And then the second we got married, I kind of fell off the face of the earth. And I think I was just looking to take time for myself and just kind of forgot to post photos. Um, also, our honeymoon was right after and there's New York Fashion Week that happened literally two days after the wedding, which I know we're going to talk about in this episode too. So I never actually sat and kind of recapped my perspective on the wedding, which I think is cool that our listeners kind of get that because I didn't talk about it anywhere else. But honestly, but can I just say it's like, can I just say it's so normal that you did take a break though? Like, I think everyone totally understands why you did because you were so in the public eye about it. And the fact that you took time for yourself after the wedding was very admirable. I, I think, think you just realized the priority after you get married, it was so to soak it in. 
and just like have a good time and enjoy the first few days of being married that my priority wasn't to post and I felt bad about it because I know like obviously I want to share all the photos and it just goes by so fast honestly it's like gone with the with the blink of an eye Josh and I still kind of think to ourselves like why were we so stressed that whole year like why was the process so long and stressful it literally is just the best night of your life and it goes by so fast so if there are any bride to bees or engaged sister stunning queens listening just know to soak in your experience because being engaged is half the fun and when it's gone you're really gonna miss the journey and the process just have fun tasting your wedding cakes and making your invitations and dress shopping and your bachelorette like those all end up making the whole experience as much as the wedding does itself so that's kind of my take on that that was great advice honestly me and Sophie are gonna take that with us when we get married and (laughs) Don't you worry. I'll be there to remind you. (laughs) Oh, don't worry. We put in the work for the bachelorette, so, (laughs) You're you're coming. You're coming with me. (laughs) It's your turn. We're passing the torch. We should talk about the bachelorette maybe a little bit because we we loved it. We had so much fun. So why don't you give us a little, like, breakdown of, like, what the journey was like for us. (laughs) For us. Um, No, honestly, the bachelorette was so much fun. Emma and I put together a – stunning queen weekend for our sister knits and it was so much fun like honestly I feel like it was just like one of the best like girls weekends it was and honestly like that's what it's meant to be it's meant to be like for the girls it's meant to be to like celebrate the bride and your best friend and obviously like there's um the whole wedding party there and we really became so close with like your family and your best friends and you know what I mean like I just feel like that was like such great bonding time and we honestly just had such a great time in Vancouver it was so fun to like take you to all of our favorite spots here and really just like you know, like I feel like lots of bachelorettes that are in different locations, say like Vegas or maybe like Miami or wherever, Nashville. I feel like there's like outsiders that like become involved. Like you get invited to like a table maybe mm-hmm. by like a random group of guys or like, but it was strictly just for the girls. And I absolutely loved that. I loved how there was no outsiders. It was just I us. so agree. I also think something we forgot to mention is well, I think it's kind of obvious, but the whole planning process and the bachelorette and the wedding took place during COVID, which made things really difficult. So as much as when I grew up, I was always like, oh, I want to have my bachelorette in Greece. And I was so worried about, is it even going to happen this year? Because obviously restrictions were crazy. The fact that it was the best weekend of my life, obviously aside from the wedding, it's pretty much up there. But the fact that it was so fun and so special just goes to show that it's not even about where you do the bachelorette as much as Vancouver was amazing. It's who you're with. And just the extent that you guys took that weekend, all the details, the boat party, the decor, maybe you guys can give our listeners like some tips if they're planning their best friend's bachelorette party because you guys made it so special. It's all over TikTok. It's all over Pinterest. And it's all because of you. Oh, we, me and Sophie were actually going through uh, Pinterest the other day and we were going through wedding Pinterest. Was it with you, right? Yeah. Yeah. And every photo was literally knits. And it was like, oh my God, knits is like a viral bride. Like, and like, I mean, me and Sophie were kind of in there in the background. <laughs> we were like, oh, there's us. Oh, there's us. But like knits is like literally all over Pinterest. It's so epic. But um, I think like my biggest tip or our biggest tip would be to customize. I think customizations for bachelorettes is like the number one thing that makes it just that much more special. And like, 
we planned this bachelorette probably like six months in advance. And obviously that helped. You should definitely plan in advance because custom things take time. So I think that's my biggest tip is that like, I think that the custom white claws and the custom bikini we got for you and the custom, like everything that's had knits and Josh's face on everything, like those things take time. And if you're going to plan a bachelorette, make sure it's as custom to the bride as possible. And like, obviously about the husband or the partner. That's such a good tip. I feel like we also... We also, like, we knew that, Nitz, you had, like, your set outfits that you wanted to wear for your bachelorette, but, like, we tried to make, like, a uniform for all of us so that, like, we were all, like, cohesive during the weekend. So, like, we all had, like, pajamas and um, bathing suits and just, like, really, like, custom things that we had planned. Not It doesn't have to be, like, personalized, but just, like, things that, like, we all could do or wear that, like, made it look like mm-hmm. we were part of the bridal yeah. party you know mm-hmm. we were like a squad and like a custom squad like it was literally so epic and I think that the best part about obviously going through like the streets of Vancouver and like when we were at like the restaurants like everyone was like oh my god like there's the bridal party there's you know everything so I think that's my biggest tip or our biggest you know what's tip, so funny is I really didn't have my outfits and everything picked out for the bachelorette like I had my one main like bride night look that we all know, like the bow top and skirt and then the mock and mocks, of course. But obviously, this is like why I would trust you guys with my life is you had my outfits lined up for me, like the sleeper white feather PJs that I wore with the mock and mocks, the amount of brides I've seen do the same thing, which I love, I think, because everyone just thought it was so cute. And then you guys in the matching checkered ones was so good. The 437 bow bikini that you guys designed was amazing. I wouldn't have had what to wear if it wasn't for you guys. So you really thought of everything, including me and my outfits. No, totally. And that's the thing is like us as bridesmaids, we really wanted you to like have no worries. We didn't want you to like struggle over like what bikini do you wear? Like what do you wear on the nights out? Like you obviously had like a few things that you were like, okay, this is what I want to wear. But other than that, we were like, we got you covered, sis. Like we got this. Don't even just bring like a toothbrush and some underwear and you're I think good. that's an amazing tip yeah. because it's one less stress for a bride. So if anyone's listening and planning their best friend's bachelorette, just have her outfits figured out. Help a bride out. I love that. Okay. Well, if there are any stunning queen brides out there, there's your hot tips from the viral bride herself. We love it. Shall we move on to the next event that happened? Okay. So obviously after the bachelorette came the big day. Um, So I feel like it's only necessary that we talk a little bit about the wedding because like you mentioned at the beginning of the episode, you really didn't recap much um, on social media about the whole like aftermath of the wedding. So I feel like we should really give like the inside scoop of it, the tea, everything, because it was honestly the best day. And I feel like there's so much that we can share about it. Well, I think the tea is coming from your perspective. Because I was Mm. not even there, basically. (laughs) That's true. What was your favorite part about the wedding? Let's just do like one little quick recap of like what was each one of our favorite moments. Like a quick takeaway from the weekend from both bride, um, bachelorette and wedding or just wedding? Just wedding. Okay. Okay. Um, I guess I'll start. I think my favorite part was coming into the reception with Josh, like the big entrance to our favorite song. I honestly felt like I was floating in the air. I've been dreaming of that moment my whole life, just like celebrating with the people I love. And it meant so much to me because for a long time, 
during COVID, I didn't know if we were going to be able to have a party at all and be able to dance. So we did what we could, obviously getting like the outdoor venue to make that possible. But honestly, that moment, like coming into the venue, seeing all of our friends on the dance floor and just like knowing it's time to fucking party goes down in history for me. But what about you guys? So I think mine was honestly just like meeting your whole family and I just feel like your your family's <laughs> so welcoming and same with Josh's well it's your family now it's not yours and his it's our Roy. Your, it's our family um but no honestly like your both of your families are so like warm and welcoming and I feel like Emma and I didn't really know what to expect going into the wedding and we didn't really know, like we knew no one other than like your immediate family well they know you no wait. <laughs> they all know you guys very no, well exactly but like I feel like at the end like when we were all like recapping the wedding just like personally between us three like Emma and I were like making jokes about like this person and you're like how do you even know who that is and it's like sister we're literally friends now you know like you know we know yeah. everyone now at this party honestly I think that was my favorite too but if I'm gonna switch things up and add a little spice I think that my other favorite <laughs> was the chicken nuggets because the chicken strips at your wedding the chicken what time did they come out at like midnight or something mm -hmm. they were they like were a midnight a snack lifesaver yeah. and also i can't help but say also the first dance was so cute also your wedding cake was phenomenal Aww. also <laughs> and the know. dinner also the train the train the dancing train around the we there's so many favorites yeah. i'm sorry but there's so many favorites the conga line no nits you getting flown in yeah. the chair when you're in the chair getting thrown in the air enough about okay. the wedding there is so much more that we need to catch up on guys what happened literally three days <laughs> after the wedding okay so three days after the wedding we hopped on a plane to um nyc because it was new york fashion week and of course we have duties to attend to at fashion week as we do as fashion killers we have to go even if the wedding was three <laughs> days prior we um strapped our boots on and went to new york fashion week and it was honestly a really fun time i think we had a really good time um it was one of one of the best um and we're gonna do a little recap of what happened i know sophie's best at memory lane so maybe you kick us off with our with our recap of fashion week okay so i i feel like we were so excited to be back in new york because it had been so long and just like the fashion week energy is just so different um but I truly feel like I feel like you guys have probably a different take than I do. But this year felt really different. Like it felt it didn't feel as like chaotic or maybe this is a good thing, but it didn't feel like there was so much of a hustle to like be in 10 places at once and like make sure that you're attending every single event. Like we really did take it easy. And I feel like maybe that was weird for me because all I know is like the hustle of fashion week. And so it felt, it felt very weird. Like now I look back on this fashion week compared to the other years and I feel like maybe I didn't do enough or like that kind of stuff, but it honestly was just like overall a great trip to New York. And honestly, like we had so much fun. We went with Revolve. Um, and yeah, it was just great to be back in the city as a whole and like actually like be out in public because I feel like Canada has been shut down for so long and just being in the United States after two years, it was like really crazy to see like how they've progressed within um, all this time that we've been in lockdown. Was that our first time back in the States since COVID? Yeah. Like, was yeah. it really? Yeah. Oh my God, crazy. So it really was a big switch up. I think maybe that's why it felt so great to be there because it was our first time back maybe that's what it was but I agree with Soph it was a lot more chill also I think we did it differently I think we knew that it was right after the wedding so our 
like it wasn't we didn't go as hard we really just went to have a good time see your friends like say hi show face and just make some memes so yeah overall i think new york fashion week was a success but like we said we really took a chill this year and it was a very different experience but it really made me excited for this upcoming new york fashion week this september because i think that that life is just going to be a lot more normal and um i'm just really excited about it and get like i said overall it was our first trip back to the states and it was just a ball and what was most important is that the three of us had the best time together here's the thing we're gonna have to get like some huge airbnb or something to fit all of us in because we're not we're not not rooming together. Sorry, but that's just not happening. That's so true. That's that so was, true. That was our that first not that was well, our first so. trip not rooming together, which was kind of sabotage. Yeah. But, and but we got drunk and then I and why don't you tell us, Emma? No, why don't you tell us? So for everyone listening, just before we end up New York Fashion Week, we had two rooms. So Soph and I were in one room and Emma was in another room with Nick. Um and one night, although Emma had a room literally down the hall and a bed for two ended up sleeping with soph and i in the bed spooning us as per usual in the middle um so we really can't be apart yeah no i like fully had a separate room but i absolutely ended up with the gals so that had to happen i remember we all like had a little bit too much to drink and emma's like i'm staying here and i'm like emma you have your own room go to your room and you're like nope and you literally like strip naked full naked and she goes and climbs into the middle of the bed and latches onto knits like is teddy bear hugging her <laughs> and i'm like i'm getting this far away from literally nude sorry but like i had no pjs because it wasn't my room and it was really hot and i guess i just wanted to spoon so you know what it's fine we're all friends here and it was a great time and we had a great sleep okay it's a good memory i honestly did have a Me great too. sleep but anyways, anyways moving on after new york fashion week the next big thing that happened is actually your b-days oh yeah so why don't you take us it wasn't through just that any B-days, since though. that was a it wasn't big just one any type of b-day it was a quarter-life crisis absolutely so i turned libra it was season. libra season you guys um obviously we're talking about this because clearly we're libras um but i turned 25 first my birthday is october 9th the same as bella hadid's so just know that um but i turned 25 this year and it honestly it was so crazy because i feel like I remember when Nitz turned 25 and this was, we were in Miami or it was like you just turned 25 and then we went on a trip to Miami. Yeah, we were in Miami. And you were fully going through like a midlife crisis and you were like, you guys, I feel so old. What am I doing? Like, just like, I remember you just talking about you being 25 so much. So I went into this birthday and I was like, okay, I hope I don't have the same mental breakdown that Nitz had because I feel like as you get older though, like maybe it was because you were the first one to turn 25 out of us. But like, I had already known what was to come after you turned 25. And I was like, honestly, she's in her prime right now. Like she's killing it right now. So honestly, I had a great birthday. I spent one night here in Vancouver with obviously Emma and some of my good friends here in Van. And then I went home to Saskatoon and I had like a full girls night and it was so fun. We rented out like a penthouse at this hotel in Saskatoon and just literally danced all night long we went to like a really nice dinner and it was truly just like one of the best nights but I feel like 25 isn't as scary as you may think but I do feel old I do feel old and I have a story to tell about that but 
I feel like I should maybe save it for another time. But I feel like that's a very relatable feeling to like even the listeners. Like no matter how old you are, like I feel like when you hit the quarter life crisis, you have a little bit of an MB, which if you're a new listener, MB means mental breakdown. And I think that it's just natural. And I think it's normal and relatable. So it's fine. <laughs> so fine. We're going through quarter life crises. Well, Emma, shortly after. Exactly. Emma, exactly. shortly after was your later. birthday. Exactly. 10 days or later. 11. No, 11 days later. 11 days later, I turned 25 and I ship me and all my closest friends to Vegas naturally as a Libra, which <laughs> her birthday's with Bella. My birthday's with Kim. <laughs> As you should know that. Um, unfortunately, Nitz, Sister Nitz, was not able to attend Vegas because she was on her honeymoon, which kind of shows um, the difference um, <laughs> where we are in life. But it's okay. We love that. We love to see it, um, which we missed her a lot. But we're going to chat a little bit about Vegas because it honestly was kind of iconic. <laughs> um, so obviously, we turned 25, shipped me and my closest friends to Vegas. We had a great weekend. <laughs> we literally just honestly did what you do in Vegas. Anyways, the moral of the story is what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas. And if you guys really want to know the tea, you can go to my Vegas highlight or Sophie's or anybody who's on that trip and watch it. But it was honestly really fun. And it was kind of the same vibe with Sophie. Like, I was just nice to spend time with my girlfriends and really just, like, celebrate the quarter-life crisis that we were all having. And it was great. So as someone who wasn't a part of the Vegas trip, I obviously witnessed everything online, but I know that you didn't share everything online, just knowing you guys. So what was a funny moment off screen that you can share with us as a TSS okay, this exclusive? Is exclusive tea. I'm sorry. I'm kind of sewering Sophie in this one. I'm throwing her under the bus, but I need to share the story that happened to Sophie on the third night. So we're obviously, we've gone hard every single night. We're drinking, we're partying, we're having a blast. And on the third night, I guess Sophie had one too many drinks <laughs> and we were, think. <laughs> yeah, I think I watched you and I was like, girl is not going to be good later. <laughs> She's not going to have a fun morning. Um, but we were at the chain smokers and we were having so much fun. And all of a sudden I look over at Sophie and she is not doing well. And I'm like, sister, are you okay? And she was like, nope. I'm not okay. And so my friend, you guys know Nicola. She's been on – you guys probably know her if you're an avid listener. But one of my girlfriends, she's in med school. So she's very good at, you know, taking care of people, dealing with, you know, throw up, <laughs> dealing with all the, you know, the nasties. And so I look at Nicola right away and I'm like, oh, my God, Sister Sophie is not okay. <laughs> Go take care of her because I cannot deal with throw up. Anyways, long story short, Nicola comes over with a Fiji water bottle because she's like, oh, my God, like, here's some water. So, like, drink some water. It'll make you feel better. And meanwhile, Sophie looks at the Fiji water bottle and <laughs> thinks it's a bucket to puke in, I think. <laughs> she literally tried to puke in the Fiji water bottle. And the hole that you drink out of a Fiji water bottle is so small. So if you can just think about, just imagine Sophie Sukip. <laughs> trying to puke into a Fiji water bottle in the middle of the club, And that is probably the highlight of my year <laughs> watching this happen. It sounds like you guys had such a good weekend. I can't believe I wasn't there. I wish I was there. Can't wait to relive that with you guys for our next birthdays and in many, many years to come. No nits. We're doing it again, but we're doing it Ibiza style. We're graduating from Vegas yes. and we're going to Ibiza. Maybe that's I'm my birthday next year. You know, I agree. We'll I think that. that we should do Ibiza for you. I think that'd be fun. 
But before we wrap up today's episode, we're going to tell you guys really quick what's to come from That's What Sabotage Season 2 because we have an amazing season planned for you guys and we can't wait for you guys to hear the upcoming episodes. We have some amazing guests. We're going to do our sabotage advice columns again. So make sure to follow us on Instagram at That's What Sabotage to see all the upcoming episodes and take part because we'll be asking you guys to send us your feedback and some amazing surprises that we can't wait to share. But before we wrap up the episode, I think we all know what the next part is. Stunning queen of the week. Ladies, why don't you introduce her? So you guys, our stunning queen of the week is (laughs) the one, the only Pippa. Um, She's right here and we just feel like she's worthy of the title. So we're going to give it (laughs) We're gonna give it to her because oh she truly, she's truly deserving of of that of that title for this week. And she hasn't peed on any of Emma's uh, furniture or bed this week, so we feel like that we owe it to her to give her. Honestly, honestly, I'm gonna keep it real, you guys. We're having a laugh attack right now, and this is so the that's what sabotage brand. So we're actually gonna keep this in. We were having a really hard time. I think we should. I think we should this episode. Too. So enjoy this laugh attack with us. Thank you so much for listening, and we can't wait to see you in the next episode. We love you guys. <laughs> see you